Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Middle of Row the Podcast. We are doing flashbacks. This week, we are discussing another 2001 film, and that is John's pick, which is Antoine Fuqua's Training Day. This film garnered two acting Academy Award nominations, including one winner. But before we get into the movie, we are each going to describe the film in eight words or less, starting with our picker, John. Denzel motherfucking Washington. Denzel, calm the fuck down. (laughs) Bad cop shows good cop the ropes. Does he? I mean, it's a training day, I I guess. (laughs) Mine is, I would love to read the police report. (laughs) That's a lot of paperwork. The Denzel uh, Washington is the lead, and he won uh, his first and only, I think it's he has two Academy Awards. The first for uh, leading male act. He was also only the second uh, black person to win for lead role after, and then Holly Berry also won that same night. Wow. What, wait, what did she win for? Monsters Ball? Monsters That's Ball. Right. Catwoman. On the on the on the night that they also were on, honoring Sidney Poitier, who was the only other black person to win for a lead role, uh, very uh, serendipitous there. But yeah, this was this this instantly became kind of like a dude high school college hit one of those movie. You haven't seen it? Yeah, it's one of those movies like Scarface on Cribs that everyone just has the poster <laughs> on the wall. Yeah, and I, I guess I can see why, but. At the same time, uh, I've, I've been described the movie. It's like a rookie-ish cop goes on this on his first. He's on his first day in undercover drug narcotics, and he's uh, Denzel is the captain of this little group, and he's showing him the ropes, and then gets wrapped up in a web of conspiracy. And I don't know, like I, I you guess just don't understand the streets. <laughs> I guess I'll let John tell us why he picked it before I start assailing the movie in, from a critical <laughs> opinion. Um, yeah, I just, I think there's, there's some, definitely there's <laughs> some problematic aspects of this movie, especially in terms of depiction. Um, the fact that I think, is it Tony Scott who plays... Tony Scott is Ridley Scott's brother no, and director yeah, of many sorry. Denzel movies. That's that's not who I'm talking about. Shoot, what's his name? Uh, what Cliff character? Co- he's yes, talking about Cliff, Cliff Curtis. Cliff Curtis. The fact that Cliff- to Cliff Curtis's credit, he's played every es- ethnic person. Oh, 100 percent. The reason, <laughs> Cliff, the reason I you're love thinking Cliff of Tony Curtis. Scott is because he directed the you know five star Denzel Washington film Man on Fire, <laughs> which Zach gave 2.5 stars for some fucking reason that I can't comprehend. But anyway, continue. Uh, one of the best Easter movies <laughs> of all time. Uh, no, uh, Cliff, like, again, Cliff Curtis plays a Mexican role. There's <laughs> there's just a lot of stereotypical portrayals as well. Tuco from yeah. Breaking Bad shows up being Tuco 20 years what, earlier. I don't know what the fuck that guy's doing in this movie. Um, Which guy? The, they call like him the, Sniper, I think. The slightly, was um, he, the slow card player. Did, just the high energy yeah. dude? Yes. He plays yeah, the, okay. so Lauren, he plays the exact yeah. same character in Breaking Bad. 
Um, and it's gotcha. almost as if no, he's 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 quite reserved in Breaking Bad compared to his <laughs> five minutes in yeah. this movie. I would say. Yeah, it, it's all it's almost as if like the directors of Breaking Bad was like, hey, just give a sniper, just like tone it down to like eleven. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, I I get. I get that this film has a lot of negative aspects going. My forward. issues aren't from a representation problematic. I mean, old, stere- twenty years later. Away. Okay, fair Stereotypic. enough. Stereotypic. Like I, I mean, those sure that's they're, not they're great, prevalent though, but, and yeah. they're present. Yeah. I just I think the the story of justice is so compelling when you talk about Ethan Hawke's camp character compelled to compared, excuse me, to Denzel Washington care Denzel Washington's character, and this idea of persistence and this idea of values and beliefs and how far and how much are you willing to withstand for them? What types of situations reveal truly like who you are? I think the scene at the end in the neighborhood is super compelling. I don't think that would ever happen though. No, probably not. (laughs) And yeah, Denzel Washington, like, I don't know. This is like, is this not the... What's the word I'm looking at? Definitive Denzel Washington movie? No, I like, already brought up Man on Fire. We've discussed oh my this. Gosh. <laughs> Again, great Easter movie. I just like to think of Dakota Fanning as Ethan Hawke in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> but like at when she was a child, a Man on Fire age. I mean, I'm taking Denzel in way more movies than this. Like, I think a, a movie you picked for this podcast last year, uh, Book of Eli, like... I think he's giving a much more interesting performance there in playing the small piece, the small side of things. It's like a complete 180 from this, but he is great in the movie, but like he's almost, he's too big. Like he, he it, it becomes the Denzel show instead of an actual coherent story. I just, I, I can't get over just how much I just, his character is absolutely despicable, but I, I am, but people fucking love him. I I just I can't. It's, yeah, it's and, the Fight Club. The it's thing. the Fight Club issue, which is another one yeah. of John's picks. I mean, it's that same kind of like mm-hmm. people are liking this movie, but maybe not for all the right reasons. And you're, you're not accusing John. No, of this, no, 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 no. Yes, I just oh, want to make I that am. clear. John loves <laughs> no, like, this again, this is this is the deconstruction of e- <laughs> Yeah, John, I'm not arguing that. But I'm saying it's like the same reason it's on those posters, like Scarfaces, is because people idolize, you know, this guy who snorted mountains of cocaine and ran like a drug empire and, you know, went out guns blazing. It's like that's no, you don't idolize that person. Sure, it's a cool movie, but I don't. I think you're missing the point in a sense. I guess if that. Yeah, I think culturally also the the soundtrack is incredible. And I think every, like each time I heard a song, I was like this, song, I forgot this song was in it and it captures. It would definitely be something the book smart girls would listen to. Yeah. And, and no, for sure. Um, <laughs> I'm never going to let that go. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I don't know this, like it's such a deconstruction of corruption and self selfishness. And I think LA Confidential does this a lot better. I mean, but LA Confidential does it in a, in a, it's more of a mystery, in a plot based where, and it's, yeah, it's more of a mystery where this is just like you're long for the ride. And I kind of like people were talking about, I think Roger Ebert in his review was talking about how the ending leaves some to be a lot to be desired, but I don't think so. I think 
it's a perfect capitulation of what it means to be on the right side of things. Yeah, you're not like in the moment, you're probably not going to be recognized as a hero and it's going to suck and you're going to feel worn and beaten and bloodied and like with everything taken out of you. But that doesn't that shouldn't obstruct you from the moral imperative in a moment when you're confronted with it. I can give the movie some credit for trying to deal the script, Richard, by um, Suicide Squad's David Ayer. That's for Ben. I like some of David Ayer's stuff. I like Suicide Squad. Yeah. Yeah. We know. (laughs) The... (laughs) the, And we forgive you. It's no man on fire, but I, you know, I do like it. The movie does try to do some of that stuff. But I don't know how successful it is. I think, like I said, I think Denzel's performance and whatever control he had over what this movie became gets too big to believe and go back and forth with it. Like, the plot just doesn't work. Like, there's no way Ethan Hawke would have got in as deep as he did. And there's no way Denzel, even with, like, like it's fun when he blackmails him in the middle of the movie like which is the best part of the movie like that that middle chunk from like he also is like my my problem is like i think after he was like he realized or he was told yeah you smoke pcp that would be the moment where i'm like okay fuck this i'm out like i yeah that's where you call in sick and go home (laughs) he didn't really have a choice in that moment he was surrounded by five people ready to kill him but we can get into that later no he Um, knew it was the pcp moment like, oh, in the I see, very I see beginning in the like car. Two minutes after he smoked it, it's like, oh yeah, that's we not weed. This, like this is a b- lot of uh, but why conversation. Let's Fair get enough. our general thoughts <laughs> yeah. cleared out and then go from there. I think my opinion has been shared enough as well. Lauren or Ben? I'll say it took me about two seconds into meeting Denzel Washington's character that I knew I was going to hate this movie. <laughs> um, it has like no respect whatsoever for women. So that's great. Love it that. It doesn't really have women though either. Yeah, um. but any when they are, they're sexual objects. I think the only one who isn't is Macy Gray. <laughs> Macy Gray's in this <laughs> movie? Yeah, she was the one who like he... They steal the money from. He yeah. Steals. That was Macy Gray? How could you not tell from her voice? Yeah. <laughs> And she looks just like Macy Gray. I, yeah. I mean, in my defense, I guess I've never seen Macy Gray without giant sunglasses. But she sounds just like Macy Gray. But, I can't um, say goodbye and I won't. Yes. Um, Ethan Hawke's character is just so boring. And it's like, I'm all about what? Boy Scout characters, oh. like Captain America. But like, he's so, he's not Ethan a character. Ethan Hawke is woefully miscast in this movie. He's just not a character at all. And like, then you have Denzel Washington next to him, which at least like kept my interest as much as I hated him. I could be entertained by him somewhat, <laughs> even though I still like, hated ever. half of his lines. And I think the only thing that really saved it at all for me was just like once we got into what the story was actual about and you got to see like uh, uh, why things were happening and whatever, I was kind of intrigued. But overall, I just was not enjoying the movie at all. Like I said, that middle, once the once Denzel puts his crew into motion, that yeah. is like a 25 minute stretch that's really good. And mm-hmm. Hawk is that I want that Ethan Hawk through the whole movie. Yeah. But we can get into that later too. I, I will say also real quick, and I'm curious what you guys would think about this. While I was watching the movie, I tried to remember how it was going to end. And I was like, does it end up being that like Ethan Hawk's like actually like an insider from like internal affairs, internal affairs and, and like is trying to expose him. Isn't that how this is going to like turn out? And then that wasn't at all. I mean, all. that would have been more interesting. I mean, it w- I mean, from a plot perspective, yes. But I think, again, 
I think thematically and morally, the ending and the fact that we'll get we'll get into it into the let's talk about the ending section. But I don't think the ending was satisfying at all, no. even considering the story. Like I think they could have done something differently that would have been better. Ben and Lauren, this is your first time seeing the movie. Yeah, uh, I I had seen it before, like in, I mean, yeah. high school, the age to see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> is there an age to see it? Shots, really? shots <laughs> fired at high schoolers. We've done that like the last two weeks, I think. <laughs> so I thought it was good. I didn't think it was great or amazing. Um, mm-hmm. I do agree. It's like that middle stretch is definitely where it hits its peak. I think overall, it's like a so-so cop movie but i think ethan hawk and denzel do a lot of heavy lifting throughout and they just keep it like entertaining for me you know the whole way through like mm-hmm. i think if we had lesser actors in these roles this movie would be totally forgotten by now it's yeah b movie shock i wouldn't say i wouldn't say b movie schlock because i think it, it's just a lot of it feels like a, not generic, but like a very formulaic movie. I don't know. Like, mm. it, 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 I it's think never like, clever twists oh my goodness, where's it going to go next? It's like, Denzel's going to do something bad. Ethan Hawke's going to be like, oh, that's bad. Denzel's going <laughs> to be like, yeah, but it's got to get done. And Ethan Hawke's going to be like, mm, and then they're going to go do something else the same way. <laughs> and that's the first hour and a half of this movie. I mean, I'm not wrong. But they do it so well. <laughs> but that's that's it. That's that's the whole movie, really. Until Give it a star rating. Uh, three and a half. I'm three. No, you're two and a half, Zach. Oh, yes. <laughs> two and a half. <laughs> Why'd you help them? I'm also two and a half, and I was shocked that I got that high. <laughs> <laughs> I am four. <laughs> I mean the that that chunk we'll get and we'll talk about it more. I I will say, John is the closest to the average on Letterboxd. It's just it's interesting. Yeah. What is Letterboxd now? Um, <laughs> Says the guy who yes, got us all on Letterboxd. Our main rating system. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, so um, performance prize. I think it, I mean it's obviously Denzel. I, I yeah, but. Like- does anybody I mean, want to shout out like, anybody again, else? I, I disagree with Lauren on Ethan Hawke. I think he does an amazing job. I mean, I don't know. No, I never said Ethan Hawke was bad. I said his character was oh, okay. nothing. The first hour of the movie, Ethan Hawke is just so like, oh, shucks, guys. Ben was very correct. Most of his character was just... <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> But I think I think that's what made to allude to what Zach said earlier. That would that's what makes the that middle scene with Roger so freaking compelling because it's this it's the turning point for him. It's him saying like, "No, I'm gonna I'm gonna stand up now. I'm gonna like hold my ground." And then he's even more frustrated because he's strong armed and he's powerless in that moment. I mean, he is great in those scenes, and the scene with the maybe Hispanic people. <laughs> Um, yeah, but, but like I don't two, believe. Oh, sorry, two thirds Hispanic people. <laughs> Lauren, I was just gonna say with his character, I don't believe he would have gone to Denzel's apartment in the end. I feel like just him so by the book, he would have gone to the cops and just let it up to them to be like, "This is what happened. Let it take its course." I also think he. Like, I don't think no, he would have I, gone. I also think he realized he couldn't do that. The only 
plausible But then in the end, he does that. He takes the money no, and goes to the cops. I think he first has to confront Denzel, though, because I think he recognizes this is the point that That's Denzel is That's not by the book. Making. He can't just go murder someone or attempt to murder someone. I think someone. he would have he gone straight to him. the cops if he didn't have the money to turn in. I think that's... If he did have the money to turn. Excuse me, yeah. So it's like, it's to me, it's like he should have taken the money in the beginning when it was offered to him and then just go straight to, you know, like that's... But I mean, I, he obviously wasn't super clear-headed in the moment because he was on PCP. By when you say <laughs> when the money is offered to him in the beginning, do you mean... In the, in the middle, middle of the movie yes, where the guy gets shot? Yeah, the middle. Okay. It's like, what is it? Like Spoiler a quarter, alert. A quarter million each, something like that. Or sh- sh- Shout out to shout remember. out to that. What's that actor's name again? No, I think they each got a million. Um, He stick. was in The Leftovers, Zach. Uh, Scott yeah. Glenn. He was yeah. Stick in uh, Daredevil as well. Oh, that's right. He's also in 2011's Sunker Punch. Ben, change your pick. <gasps> Sunker, Sunker Punch. Punch. <laughs> that is correct. Oh, did I pick that? No, not yet. God damn it. Um, <laughs> Why don't you pick it then? I have other want, picks. Because um. he thinks I need to change one of my picks to pick Sucker Punch. <laughs> I might do it just Scott to... Scott is great in that. I actually, he was just on Mark Maron's podcast and he was talking about how he wasn't going to be in this movie and Denzel's like, I need you and I'm going to ha- I'm gonna get you like high billing and I'm going to get you paid a lot and you only got to come for five days. And he's like, well, I can't say no to that. <laughs> <laughs> he was in the Born Ultimatum. I don't remember him in the Born Ultimatum. He's in everything. And I mean, like, he's good in everything, too. Like, I've never. Yeah, he's great. Like, whenever he shows up, I'm like, ooh, it's going to get better. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. Like, Ethan Hawke is just, like, cool. He's he's cool dad. He's like a cool dad vibe to me. And I don't know. I can't. I He, he can sell the. <laughs> this is cool dad. He's a pushover dad. <laughs> well, I'm saying in in his mo- his oh, recent in outfit, he's like a great. He feels like he he's just be a great dad. What I was what was it? Like Juliet Juliet and... naked. Oh yeah, he's great. No, but I too. feel like that's like that's just him being. Yeah, yeah. It's literally <laughs> Ethan Hawke being Ethan Hawke in that movie. It's a good movie. We're checking out. In which sure. movie? Yes, it is. Juliet Naked. It's him and uh, Rose Byrne, Chris O'Dowd. No, is it Rose Byrne? Oh, and yeah. Chris that's O'Dowd. on my to watch list. Yeah. yeah, it's good. I think I think you recommended that to me, Zach. So thank you. Possibly. Ethan Hawke is such a good looking actor. Everyone check out his is Wikipedia photo right now. It's, oh my gosh. Maybe he aged better because watching this movie, I was just like, I don't think he's attractive. No, yeah, he, I think he, he's he more attractive? handsome now. Yeah, he, okay. I think he he leaned he into the like, lack of too. handsome. He's like, he's like the an goatee. older. You're reacting to the goatee, Lauren. Yeah, it, he's like an older, like kind of grungier Josh Harnett. Um, Harnett. I think I think Zach Harnett, said it perfectly sorry. with like cool dad. I mean, that's yeah. Well, don't call my cool dad sexy. Then that's gross. <laughs> Oh man, he could also like if Sugar Ray ever had a biopic. I don't know why Sugar Ray <laughs> would ever have a biopic, but if they did, he would easily be Mark McGrath. Yeah, he's definitely more attractive now. I will say, actually, my favorite my favorite scene is the one we we discussed earlier. But my favorite, like, it's not this. It's not the whole scene. It's just a few minutes. Is the shootout in uh, Eva Mendez's apartment? Mm-hmm. I think that was done really well. But then it goes into this long, drawn-out beatdown outside. Yeah. And then he jumps mm-hmm. off the fucking roof. And I'm like, that is that is not how you... <laughs> oh, no, that was my favorite moment when he lands on the car. It's <laughs> like, dude, what are you... That was very random. Uh, that, no, that's... Like, that was probably John's favorite scene as well for a certain reason. Uh, well... It... Whatever happened to Eva Mendez? She married Ryan Gosling and had kids. 
And I think yeah, she retired, she's going to come. Unquote, she's, I think she's going to come back. I think she's just being a mom right now. That'd be nice. Well, yeah, that's what I kind of read in my very quick for mm-hmm. her that she um, prioritized her family. Uh, Ava Mendes, mm-hmm. an attractive piece. Speaking of attractive people. But again, she just was, she a person randomly that. thrown in the movie to be naked. Yes. <laughs> but she was she was good in her very limited time. Like, I think the, the conversation <laughs> yeah. she, had, she had with uh, with Hawk before she went in. I Earlier. Think, yeah. Like, I, I think she, she's a good actress. Um, let's talk about that ending. I think the movie, I don't know, once, once he, once the, the Deus Ex Machina of the wallet kicks in, um, Mm -hmm. I was, that's where I'm like, oh, this movie's not going to be good anymore. I I liked, but (laughs) I did, I did like how it rewarded, like, him being a good cop. Like, it it was that moral. Sure. But yeah, but it definitely is kind of like a little, or not a little, extremely Mm -hmm. convenient. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just carrying that wallet around in his back pocket. And like Lauren said, all it was, it's like, there is now this young girl who's, you know, her entire reason to be there was to almost get raped, so Ethan Hawke could I be I want to know later. how old that actress actually was. They said she was 14. Not like, 14 no, she's yeah. not. Holy cow. Like maybe 10 years prior? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But from there on out, I don't know. I got pretty ho-hum. I was really enjoying the movie there. And then it's, yeah. it was kind of like... Mm. Yeah, like, I don't know. Just the ending. Like, I'm glad because of who I am as a person. I'm glad that Denzel Washington's char- char- like character got his comeuppance. But at the same time, there's this line in the movie where it's just like, we have badges, so it's different. And it's about, like, police corruption and stuff. So at the end, it almost feels like a more satisfying ending to this story would be Denzel Washington getting away with it or something. It, I don't know. It just doesn't work for me. Like, well, because I mean, but I mean, I'd love to see what happens next. Like, is Ethan Hawke's character, does he still like get in trouble for being a part of this? Do they believe everything he has to say about what happened or what? I want to know what happens the next day. Like, <laughs> I don't know. No, yeah, I agree. Because like, wouldn't it still be his word against the three other officers? Yeah. yeah. And they're all like, they're all highly decorated officers too, so. I think Ethan Hawke could probably make a case. If, but they would still be like, hey, but you were on PCP through all this, so your word exactly. is not something we can rely on. It's like we're talking but to he... some guy who literally ran into this neighborhood that usually murders cops, jumped off of a building. <laughs> I don't think there was an implication they the murdered shit out cops. of another cop and stole money. I mean, he did keep saying, never come in here by your yeah. like by yourself. What is the implication yeah, when you say everything that? Everything <laughs> Denzel says is about gaslighting Ethan Hawke, the whole movie. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah. but from his perspective, that's what it is. No, didn't yeah. he even say something like in that he said it was like, uh, you're not supposed to come in here without think... a platoon or something? Something I don't like think that. In the neighborhood, they would have yeah. killed eat a cop with for unwarranted reasons though speaking the, of though killing they let cops, the mexicans the, do that pretty quickly yeah and but like the killing cops thing i don't understand the part where um ethan hawk's character is holding a gun to denzel washington and like yeah it's the moment where the um guy behind him puts a gun on the ground that was good but then it's like at one point he picks up the gun back up and he's just like we've got your back and let's ethan yeah. hawk leave it's yeah, like it- really <laughs> it's like a, suddenly this moment of community and kumbaya between the gangsters and the police officers well, it's like what is happening is a little lost in that they i think they were seeing someone stand up to him and they weren't afraid yeah. of him anymore is where yeah, they it were just didn't going work with that. yeah there no, was something I missing I agree with 100%. it i think that's what they were going for yeah him just getting killed by the russians doesn't really 
and we don't know really know like what prevailed here. There isn't like a moral through line for the movie for as much it's as like, like it is supposed to be good cop. Bad guy's gonna bad guy. Like I mean, the radio. The thing we hear on the radio is just like an un, or like a officer was killed in the line of duty trying to serve a warrant or something. I think that's what it was. So I guess the implication is that it never comes to light. Whatever. Yeah, like they're what covering up happened, his or what happened. Corruption. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Because I mean, which is kind even of with it doesn't stop with them. I mean, there's fits. like the three wise men, right? Who are all incredibly yeah. high-ranking officials. I so. read something on in the trivia section that like the three wise men were supposed to be at Ethan Hawke's house at the end, and there was maybe a scene that was taken out where he talks to them. Ooh. I mean, Tom Berenger is really, really high up on the cast list for having only one scene in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's Tom Berenger. <laughs> was I have a question just yeah. random question talking about um, the other characters in this but the guy who we were just talking about earlier who they said was he actually um, what was the name that they gave to someone I can't remember but um, that guy we were talking about earlier third cast third billing no um, the guy who told the snail story oh uh, yeah Scott was Glenn. he actually the like was he actually a bad person that they were going like i feel like they, they never used... I, again i think that that could be the gaslighting of um but i get he obviously okay. stole money too though so who knows um, yeah well i was just curious because like it seemed like they were setting up something to go after a certain guy who had like a boogeyman name you know mm-hmm. and I was, so i was confused if he was actually that person or if he was just someone who had money and that's why denzel washington went after yeah, him. yeah they were going after him because I think the latter. He was an easy mark, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And again, clarity isn't this movie's uh, strong suit. strength. <laughs> Sandman. That's what they were calling someone, the Sandman. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, that's the, the, the wife. They rob, they rob him of, what, like 40 grand or something? Oh, Macy no, Gray's husband yeah, or whoever yeah. it was. I don't think we ever meet Sandman, right? We don't. Okay, so it's just a random yeah. thing. Okay. Well, no, because that money to went towards <laughs> that money went towards getting paying off. Maybe the, not the legal, the but the he paid for yeah, the like the corrupt yeah. warrant that went after Roger. Well, no, like I get that, but like the Sandman wasn't actually integral to the story at all. It was just a random person that served a purpose for this one scene and then disappeared. Well, he had the money to do that, right? Like, well, yes, that's what I'm saying, but yeah, it yeah. wasn't like something that came back later. Oh and, no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. But why? Um, every decision Ethan Hawke makes in this movie. Like, once he gets out of the house once, with his life. Once he's forced to smoke PCP, that's when he should have left. That's just my, <laughs> but, like, dude. For sure. But also, like, but why did they... That, that was the thing. Like, But was, why? Why include him in the first place? <laughs> yeah. Like, he didn't need him. I, I mean, he was supposed to be the patsy, I guess. But then he was just going to have him killed and disappeared. Yeah. Like, how would that not be suspicious? <laughs> yeah. I. And again, like, is Denzel a genius? Is he a fucking idiot? Is, is like, the characters are always changing their level of intelligence based on what is needed for the scene. And some of the scenes are dramatic and interesting, even if that changes. And I, I think that's why this, that's why that, that big scene at, scott glenn's house works so well is because everybody is at the top of their game and they're pinging off one another Mm -hmm. you know like everyone's analyzing things and like the fact that it takes ethan hawk so long to realize he's being the hits out on him yeah at the like they're gonna he's been paid to kill him yeah to kill him 
Like it, he comes across real dumb there. C- c- shots to Cl- Curtis. There, that is some good. Like he gets a text from Denzel on the phone and like looks up at Ethan Hawke real quick in the middle of that scene after he's been told what the money is for. Um, and that he bailed or whatever. Some good tension. See, I was confused there, though because at one point I was reading something where it's like, if you listen, you can hear Denzel Washington calling them to like set up the hit in the first place. Mm-hmm. Like when Ethan Hawke goes to the car oh, okay. after the guy gets murdered. Yeah, and that that's another great but why. Once he gets out of that house alive, why is he hanging on? You know, like who knows? <sighs> that the car ride's good though because Denzel is convincing. In the gaslighting of that, we just took out this corrupt guy. I'm working on the inside. I'm actually a good guy. You know, uh, you believe him for half a second. You'd think procedure would be like, as soon as you shoot someone in the line of duty, you probably should get out of the line of duty. I'm pretty sure that is a movie. It's like he wouldn't still be going on. (laughs) Yeah, again, I I don't think anybody's holding that against the movie. But at the same time. I don't see why. What's the motivating factor for Ethan Hawke yeah, to carry on? But why did no one ask about the gunshot or oh, the gunshot wounds, the holes in the back of his car? He's yeah. like, hey, <laughs> did you get in a shootout today? Can we talk about this? <laughs> like all these cops around him. No one asks. Hot take theater. Any hot takes? King Kong ain't got shit on me is a dumb line. <laughs> <laughs> is that a hot take? Yeah, I saw I, so. I saw a Letterboxd review or something. It was like IMD tri- IMDb trivia be like, uh, that line is a reference to the 1933 movie King Kong. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> Those are always the best <laughs> trivia. <laughs> I mean, I guess uh, if you kind of break it down, it's a good line because he's being super pompous about it and just being like this big man in this world. Like but the, it's like, you know what happens to King Kong at the end of the movie, right? <laughs> yeah, kind of the same so thing that I happens guess it's to fitting. Yeah. Foreshadowing. You know what? I just talked myself into not being on this hot take anymore. It's an okay line. <laughs> <laughs> repeat after me. Lauren has just adopted. He, she flipped from her hot take to a repeat after me. And no, it's time. not my favorite line. Uh. <laughs> you want to know what my favorite line is? Mm-hmm. It's when they pull over the guys in the bug at the beginning of the movie. Um, Fran Cran's character and whoever else. But the one guy says, my mom gave me that pipe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was good. I don't really have any. Nothing stuck out to me. I don't know. The, the, the story, the snail story, I don't... Do I get that? Does anybody get the snail story? No, no he was I, high. I That's did because I've matters. heard... According to IMDb trivia... I did because I've heard the The man who before. kicks the snail represents the streets. <laughs> <laughs> the snail is anyone who goes out onto the streets unprepared for life on the streets. <laughs> I've, got, I've got three quotes. Okay. First of all... Denzel Washington's aforementioned catchphrase, which we cannot repeat. Can you tell me all the words I can hear that you can say? My- Zach, you should you should actually just put that quote in there. Like, put the clip what? because I think that would... What is the quote? Don't put it in there. Um, <laughs> what is the quote my man from? Uh, is it American Gangster? My I think man. Maybe. The one I always... No, it's... A, I no, it's a... Rick and Morty is the one that's in my head from now. Just because of the the mailman who's like phasing through the tree, my man. I think it, I thought it was it was <laughs> maybe it was it's just like Jason. the TV edit of this movie, and that's why it always no stuck no no. With it's me. Jason Momoa in Justice League. <gasps> it oh. is okay. <laughs> no, Jason but, like, Momoa's is that a callback from to Justin something? League is yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
just guttural. Hey, Jason, just make guttural noises. We've got this one line in here that's kind of embarrassing, but we'll get to that later. But just... La- Lauren's got the Lauren's talking about the my man gift though. You know, I th- I thought it was American Graffiti. What are in a graffiti? <laughs> Denzel and American Graffiti, American Gangster. Uh, what did you mm. think it was, Lauren? Oh, I had no idea. It's just, I think for the life of me, I was just attributing it to this movie or something. Mm. So when he kept saying that catchphrase, I was like, that's the line? There is a Denzel movie, according to this gif. The first one that comes up is him going, my man. But it's from, it's not from Training Day. He's wearing a suit and tie. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's American Gangster. American Gangster. (laughs) I've never seen Oh, that's right. Yes. Okay. I don't know why I was thinking of something different, uh, but... American Gangster is him. And, but now uh, all Russell I can Crow, hear right? is Jason Momoa. So. My um, man. His, his delivery, every time Denzel gets his, he get, when Ethan Hawke gets the drop on him the three times, and he, the way, his, rea- his that's his best moments in the movie. His rea- kinda, oh my God. He's kind of so happy good. about it. He's like, oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, I think the best one has to be, well, and then there's the one at the very beginning where he's talking about, I mean, again, this is an example of like some problematic misogyny that Lauren pointed out in terms of how of women you are portrayed. Of lines. All, yeah, I, uh, isn't that an oxymoron? Problematic misogyny? Uh, it redundant. All? It's just redundant. <laughs> redundant. Yeah. <laughs> but I couldn't help but laugh at it just because it was so bizarre and surreal. But it's where Desa Washington goes, You got a dick. You do have a dick, don't you? Okay, the dick lines up straight like that, right? To the right of it and to the left of it are pockets, right? In those pockets are money. Look at either one of them, pay the bill. And I was like, what is happening right now? What is no, Yeah, I did about? actually appreciate that which line, just watching like the, how he gets yeah, there. weird because he offered to pay like two minutes before. Um, also, what was up with like the, have you ever had your pooped pushback in line? Your shit, like, your shit pushed in? <laughs> like... It was they just, just going to really fuck weird. him up. What can we say, Zach? It was just a re- it was a real weird yeah. attempt my, to create I mean, a new my line. My favorite I line, like, like a new catchphrase. Mean, does it that have something to do with? I think it was a prison like, reference, right? My my favorite, yeah, like yeah, isn't it like rape? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my that's favorite what I my favorite line was in that scene, and it's the uh, now you know why we don't play for money because of uh, sniper. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> um, my all time favorite line has to be, and it's it's. I think it's a testament to the writing and the acting that this moment comes off as hilarious while being in a very tense moment. But it's just Denzel Washington going, motherfucker, you shot me in the ass. No, that was terrible. Yeah. It completely ruined the end of the movie. I'm like, oh, we're watching a comedy now? I, it, it, uh, no, fail. Okay. <laughs> Expert opinions. John doesn't have a category anymore. <laughs> Doggo download. Lauren, I don't think there's any... Um, there is a dog in this movie. I would just like to take this opportunity to talk about the harmful stereotypes about bully breeds mm-hmm. and that pit bulls are actually very nice dogs. The end. They're beloved. <laughs> They're lovely. I love them. Mm-hmm. Uh, no pigeons were harmed in the making of this movie. Yeah, good <laughs> all job I could with think that, about, all I could think about when we saw the pigeons was, um, shit, what's his name? The, the boxer who bit off of Vander Holyfield's Oh, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Yeah, Mike Tyson. All I could think about because he or he um, raises yeah. and like pigeons and stuff. Crazy so that's all I, I could was think like, about. That's Terry Crews. Oh yeah, I saw him. I was like, he when looks he was identical. Just doing I'm like, that's Terry Crews. And then it well, was him. They walked past him at one point, and it's just like he has not aged a day in 20 <laughs> years. Yeah. He- yeah. Remember when Terry Crews's like most memorable roles were just being around and being <laughs> muscular? Yes. 
That's what, like, I actually wrote down for performance prizes, like, Terry Crews' pectoral muscles. <laughs> Ben's, are there any memeants? Ben's memeant? The aforementioned line of John's is a response, like, <laughs> of praise, uh, which I have never used, um, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> obviously. Um, I think the King Kong one has been used a little bit, though. Yeah. I, I think that's, like, the most memorable. I guess it's more a memorable it's, Yeah, it's, it's more like a... people just straight up quote it yeah it was apparently an ad-libbed line by denzel washington oh, denzel. He, he must have seen the the 1933 film king kong uh there was no <laughs> <laughs> the book was much better than the movie i don't think in this one but it's obviously owes homage to you know the did anyone crime look up levels. it i think i think it was somewhat based on an actual case and i forgot to or i ran out of time to look it up wait this was based on actual case Something about Officer Rafael Perez, a disgraced LAPD officer. But it's like I didn't, I didn't ran out of time to look it up. Damn. This is from Wikipedia, so I'm not doing huge research. Although corruption in LA's crash unit had yet to be exposed when Training Day was written, Anton Fuqua has stated that the emergence of the Rampart scandal in the late 1990s catalyzed the completion of the film. Denzel Washington also grew a beard in order to emulate the appearance of Rafael Perez, an LAPD narcotics officer involved in multiple scandals. Gotcha. So very, very loosely based on, inspired by, I don't know. Would recommend any other, anybody got, I like Confidential, I mentioned, I like Pride and Glory. If you're looking for Denzel Washington performances, as I said before, Man on Fire. (laughs) The best best Easter movie of all time? Uh, I hear End of Watch is great. Directed by David Ayer. I've seen that, but I don't really remember it all that well. That's actually what I was thinking of when I saw this. Um, Mm -hmm. I think I like End of Watch more, but I think it's just because I'm a huge fan of Jake Gyllenhaal, obviously. I liked uh, Dragged Across Jake Concrete, concrete who's the a other, couple years ago. Who's the other actor in End of Watch? Michael Pena. Yes, thank you. I was like, Anna Kendrick, but that's not the one I'm thinking of. I hear <laughs> Den of Thieves is a great little cop. Or, what is? It's got a big... Cr- Den of Thieves with Jared Butler. Oh, yeah. Um, yep. I haven't Gerard. seen it. Gerard. Similar. McAvee. Uh, similar film. <laughs> was <laughs> Southpaw any good? This has nothing. I'm just looking at Antoine no, it Fuqua's was, movie. It was, <laughs> it was not good. The Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, what about yeah, the Magnificent it Seven? It's not good. It was alright. Okay. Magnificent Seven was Magnificent good. Seven was fine. It was enjoyable. Southpaw was I good. should say. Yeah. It was very watchable. Ben, Re-teaming. which one was good? Southpaw. They're both. They're both watchable. It's Southpaw's not. Southpaw's good. not good. You're not good, Zach. Which one was Southpaw? The boxing one? movie with Jake Gyllenhaal. It, it, Ben's okay. got his Gyllenhaal goggles on. What was the Jake Gyllenhaal movie called where he was the um, Prince of Persia? Boston Marathon bomber, <laughs> stronger, uh, stronger, victim. so good, stronger. Yeah, I have not seen. Yeah, I need that to see one. that just for Tatiana Mislani. He wasn't. She's he so wasn't the that. bomber. He was affected by the bomb. Correct. <laughs> yes. That's yeah. he, was, he was not the bomber. <laughs> he's he lost. He's uh. He lost a leg. Yeah. yeah. He portrays uh the uh, guy who a real lost person. his legs and basically he ID yeah. the some of the people. Oh, okay. Who, yeah. The culprits essentially. Mm. has anyone this is not similar but it's, it's got denzel and i i feel like i should be <laughs> intrigued by the concept did anyone see mississippi masala mm, no not no. yet how old is that movie 91 oh wait what am i thinking of then what was the movie that just came out on netflix with uh brown people <laughs> but with um with uh black panther oh ma rainey's black bottom Okay, it was just the M name that starts hit. <laughs> like, What'd you guys say about American Gangsters? I missed it. 
I haven't seen it. It's good. Great debaters. Never saw it. Uh, Equalizer is another. Isn't isn't? Uh, he directed Fuqua directed one of those. I think. I hope it wasn't the second one because the second one was fucking terrible. I remember enjoying Two Guns and Safe House. Two Guns is Two Guns is enjoyable. So is Safe House. Yeah. Flights. Both flights enjoyable. fun. I enjoyed Unstoppable. Yeah, Unstoppable. It was surprisingly entertaining. Did you guys already talk about Inside Man? Uh, Quentin Tarantino. No, we didn't. But it's great. So. Great, um, fantastic. Qu- Quentin Tarantino's Unstoppable. He picked it as like one of his ten best movies of the last decade. Roman J. Israel Esquire. Anyone? Eh. It's good. I eh. liked it. What about the What about the the Bone Collector? I haven't seen it. I like how we're just listing his entire IMDb page. Fences. Everyone. I guess we all well, need to see. Is, I've never seen Fences, but it's supposed to be incredible. Fences correct? is fine. It's fine. I feel like I read the the play. Really? Deja Vu yeah. is has gotten a recent. Uh, Twitter <laughs> resurgence. Yo, Fences was chosen by the AFI as one of the top ten films of 2016. Also, Malcolm X, great. Don't. But if, if you want, again, X. if you want a good Tony Scott Denzel Washington film, go see Man on Fire because it's amazing. Best Easter movie of all time. <laughs> okay. I just don't appreciate it at all that you never mentioned Dakota Fanning. She's the selling point. She's for me. amazing. Yeah, she is the best part of that movie. Like she's she's, she's so young. Like Holy Natalie cow! Boardman in um uh, professional. professional Leon. Yeah. Which pick, she's pick. better in the professional than she is in Black Swan, and that is a hill I will die on. <laughs> John, one last pitch for Training Day. I mean, Denzel Washington's no going to go down as one of the greatest actors of all time, and I still, regardless of, like I, again, like some of his performances are very kind of Denzel being Denzel, but my God, if they're not entertaining, I sure if hope they're not this compelling. wasn't Denzel being Denzel, <laughs> <laughs> or De- Denzel being like Denzel like sliding into a curve and a rhythm that is very familiar for a lot of his roles. Mm. Um, and this definitely fits into that category, but um, oh, man, what a great actor. Did We didn't talk about it at all, but just speaking of like, perf- like good performances, mm-hmm. I read that one of the people who was um, very close to playing Hoyt was um, Tobey Maguire, and I just cannot imagine him at all in this movie. I think I would have, he would have seemed younger. I would have liked him better. I like Tobey's like kind of crazy eye look. I think he could pull it. He could have done it. Next week, we are doing one more flashback before we jump into Love Story Genorama. And my it is my pick. It's a flashback to 2010 to uh, Pedro Almodovar's uh, The Skin I Live In. Ben's very excited to watch this movie. Well, it's it's one. I don't know why. Like, I just I never saw it. Antonio Banderas is the only cast, the only part of the cast I know. Uh, Elena Anya is the second lead. And she was uh, the skin, the 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 wonder she's woman the skin. <laughs> no the wonder woman lady uh the the she's the doctor poison or whatever in the first wonder woman oh. movie don't just yeah, watch I'm this movie as blind up. as possible that's all i can <clears throat> say and uh yeah until next time i'm zach oldenburg you can find me wherever you find a at zach oldenburg find us at middleofrow.com rate and review the podcast apparently it helps things Fuck Donald Trump. Gone forever. I'm Ben Grigsby. You can find me on Twitter and Letterboxd at the Grigsby Bear. And you can find all of us on Facebook at Middle of the Row. I'm Jonathan Rahul. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at another Rahul J. And you can also follow us on Twitter at Middle of Row. Hashtag know the. 
And I'm Lauren Heimbaugh. You can find me on Twitter at Beware of Trees, and you can find us on Tumblr at middleofrow.tumblr.com. Thanks for listening. Go watch The Skin I Live In. And remember, the best seats are in the middle of the road. Still Snoop Dogg and D.I. D.I. Guess who's back? Still. Still doing that shit, Andre? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Check me out. It's still Dre Day. Uh? A.K.I. Uh? Though I've grown a lot, can't keep it home a lot. Cause when I frequent the spots that I'm known